HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. You're listening to Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kathy Arroway, and we're at uh, Roberta's Pizza, the home of Heritage, as usual. But today, we're not going to talk about many cheesy, savory things. Instead, we're going to talk about delicious, sweet things, because my guests today are the founders, cooks, creators, and now authors who founded Little Bit Sweets, the Brooklyn-based wonderful candy company. Hey, guys. Hey, Hey, Kathy. It's Jen King and Liz Gutman. Yes, indeed. Gutman. Gutman? Gutman. Gutman. Got it. So you guys were last on the show like two years ago, around, I don't know, one and a half years ago, right, you know, close to when you guys were starting up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely, we were, I mean, we were definitely in a different place, however yeah. long ago it was. It's amazing. And now you have a cookbook, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. You guys have to check it out. Um, but also, I have to share an anecdote because I was just in New Jersey last week for Thanksgiving. And, you know, the day before Thanksgiving, we went to this Whole Foods, this humongous Whole Foods. And, you know, my parents' town or the next town over or whatever. And it was like being in Brooklyn. There was <laughs> McClure's Pickles. There was Mass Brothers Chocolates. There was Anarchy in a Jar Jams. And there was also you guys' candy bars. Woo-hoo. So amazing. It blew my mind. Uh, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. This is insane. Yeah. So <laughs> We ha- agree. I, I, thank you for for coming here and taking a break from making delicious things because I know it's the busy season right now, mm-hmm. and you guys lo- have lots of candy to make. Oh yeah, yep. But um, no, we're happy to be here. It's nice to take a break, and of course, ogling all the pizza that's surrounding <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, there is there is a an amazing calzone literally like three feet away from me, oh. separated by a mere pane of Cheesiness. glass. Cheesiness. So you guys it's, must get cravings for non-sweet things. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's almost funny. always salty. Liz and I actually have 
our sweet te- tooth is very different at different times. Your Liz's, sweet teeth are yeah, different. Yeah, like her sweet, sweet tooth. tooth Liz's sweet, sweet tooth is more in the afternoon and evening. <laughs> well, okay. Here's here's my thing. I for breakfast, mm-hmm. I'm very much like an egg sandwich or you know maybe oatmeal or a like piece of right. toast kind of gal instead and of I, a pancake. Exactly. Yeah. And I ta- you know I take my coffee with like a little bit of milk, never mm. any sugar. You know, but come the afternoon, I'll be sneaking into the kitchen to grab <laughs> little scraps of whatever candy bar Jen's cutting up, or sneak a sea salt caramel or whatever. Um, and Jen's exactly the opposite. Yeah. She goes straight for the, the Danish and, <laughs> and she l- has I, like, I put a lot of cream and sugar in my coffee. So it pretty much tastes you're, like you're melted a, coffee, ice cream. A but then I don't, maker. I don't really eat sweets for the rest of the day. Yeah. You're just, you're done. Yeah. I, it's like my little quota, but I love like cream cheese Danish and yeah. like any kind of like fruit tart. I could start off like easily with a fruit tart <laughs> in the morning. Yeah. I'm like fine. cake, man. Just, I will eat cake anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Well, I, now that I think about it, you guys have a lot of salty and sweet combinations, too. The the pretzels, uh, the beer, chocolate, pretzel, crunchiness of awesomeness <laughs> are pretty darn satisfying for both those persuasions. Well, we put salt in everything just because salt, you know, as you, as you know, yeah. enhances everything. So, you know, if, if it's a caramel, if it's a cookie dough, the salt just makes it that much more special. And um, you just taste everything a lot more. Yeah. Well, and sweet, you know, sugar isn't a flavor. It's just sweet. It doesn't taste like anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever possible, we cut back on sugar or add a little salt or something that's smoky or bitter or, you know, like the beer um, Mm -hmm. that gives it kind of a nice malty note. Um, you know, we try and keep it interesting and, you know, sometimes that means bringing in some savory stuff like potato chips or pretzels. Yeah, totally. But uh, these ingredients, I mean, you guys make it seem so accessible. I just, I yeah. love it because it's, I mean, you guys are pros. Let's face it. You went to the French Culinary Institute and graduated with a degree in confectionery, right? Both well, of you? No, we didn't. We degree, we graduated with, um, it you was know, the grand diploma. Of okay. being a pastry chef, but actually, you know, we were taught in the classic French way, so you didn't actually do a lot of confectioneries. We did, yeah, oh, a lot of caramel moo. Sorry, sorry, caramel moo. But we didn't. We had to kind of learn and do it on our own. The whole making candy bars, doing different, you know, mm-hmm. like the popcorns and stuff. So that was more on. Like, yeah, they don't teach it popcorn. On, yeah, they don't teach <laughs> yeah. how to really do caramel popcorn <laughs> or brittles. <laughs> so yeah, confectionery isn't a big part of um, of the curriculum. Gotcha. I mean, really anywhere. <laughs> it's not. It's just not part of a classic pastry. It's it's really. sort of it's it's sad, but it's almost more of a dying art. Like well, you find m- smaller and fewer people who are actually doing it oh. in the classic sense of, you know, if it's candying whole fruit or just doing one or two things. So. Um, it's it's not a very like uh, people take a ton of classes and yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Well, well, and it's yeah. I mean, as a business, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't have the highest profit margins ever, and because people are so yeah. used to getting like commodity candy mm-hmm. at the drugstore, at you know Seven Eleven, whatever, mm-hmm. just grabbing something for a buck, where you know stuff that's handmade, like the stuff that we do, and like the stuff you can do at home, like we have the recipes in the book, you know, it takes a lot more care and time. But when you make it with real ingredients, it right. tastes so much better. I mean, there's no comparison. It's like night and day. I know. And it is a fine art because 
each piece of candy is very different recipes, very different techniques, and there's a lot of components oftentimes combined yeah. Yeah. in them. It's a crazy amount well, of Well, yeah, I mean, I, I like to think of it, you know, we get so many, like, why are candy bars so expensive? But I'm like, well, when you look at a, like, bonbon or a truffle, it's usually, like, filling within oh, totally. case in chocolate. Yeah. You know, a candy bar, most of, to- most of the times, our candy bars are two, if not more, layers. So mm-hmm. that's three yeah. different components going in there. It's usually a cookie or a ganache or different types of ganache. And then if you were to even break that into four pieces, it's still less than buying four bonbons. Mm-hmm. But again, with Liz says, it's like commodity candy where a lot of times people, you've even seen like the Snickers ads. It's not even about enjoying a Snickers. It's you're tired, and eat you're a hungry. candy bar. Yeah. And you'll oh be my fine. Gosh. So people bad idea. grab, you know, candy bars for like that sugar rush or you're at your office and you're tired. So you just break open a candy bar and eat it. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do is not that to me to make it special. Yeah. Like if you're going to eat a candy bar, then it better be good. Eat a really good one that has real chocolate and like stuff that hasn't been made two years before. Right. Yeah. That has a shelf life. Oh, oh my man. gosh! Crazy shelf life. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, yours yours looks fresh. It looks homemade, and but it looks really uh, uh, just refined in every way. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, and I mean, you know, in the book too, we we actually have um, a fair amount of candy bar recipes, um, but we also have stuff for like super duper beginners. I mean, yeah, we really a, cover cover the spectrum. What's a good beginner candy? If I'm not like able Butter? to, I don't know wrap my head around i would say the butter mints we always tell people like that's the oh the, those the, things that melt in your mouth yes. yeah i mean those oh. are the ones that are probably the easiest you probably already really? have all the ingredients Stupid at your easy. house it takes Shut like five up. minutes and um you know again i think people think about it as when you were young after you had dinner at a restaurant you around. saw those pastel color things monstrosities yeah and when pete we've been making them and demoing it and people are just utterly amazed at uh. like how fast how quick they can be really cute. They're great gifts because you can put them in like little cello bags. You can put them in whack jars or little canisters. Mm-hmm. You can color them however way you want. You can flavor them however. We have like three variations. Oh yeah. In Why it. does it have to be mint? Yeah, right? you can do chocolate. You can do coffee. You could use cinnamon oil. You mm. can use like whatever you want. You can make um, chocolate mint malt. You know, we do one that pizza has like flavor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might be a little gross. <laughs> Sorry, just because it's mostly sugar. sugar. <laughs> but um, um, yeah, is- again. And you have probably all the ingredients at home. Confectioner sugar, mm-hmm. right? Softened, a, like slightly chilled um, butter, a little milk, and the flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh, so it's like ingredients. frosting. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's like a dough. Dollops so of um, buttercream oh frosting. Um, well, you can always just check out the book, which I'm holding in my hands, and it's so beautiful. And I love how you deconstruct stuff. That, I mean, I grew up on commodity candy. Right, we did. Like we most did. of us. Yeah. Okay, so these things are very mysterious. But you guys break down how to enrobe a chocolate bar in chocolate. Like it's just nothing, and it looks. I get it now. I see how it's done. It's yeah. Well, that it was, can be done. That was the idea. Is people are so scared. Like people have no problem baking cookies mm-hmm. or you know going in and trying a recipe for a roast or whatever. Um, but candy is still one of those things that people are like, oh, I can't do that. It's really scary, and it's it's really not at all. Um, right. Because so, before it was an industrial food, it was uh, a high... It's very steeped in, like, family tradition. I think okay. I know so many people... Taffy pulling like, parties. Taffy pulling. Or, you know, they make rum balls every, mm-hmm. every Christmas rum time. Balls. Or brittle. I mean, so it's very regional and it's very within... 
you know, different cultures, like, you know, Europeans, a lot of Italian families, the marzipan and the European style mm-hmm. nougat, where you see the Tyrone, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I think like growing up, I grew up with a lot of sesame candies because my, my oh, mom's yeah. Korean. So, you know, it, it, it was really interesting like when we did that brittle, research. Right? Yeah, sesame yeah. brittle yeah. or mm-hmm. ginger candies, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of um, thing. So it was fun to research the different, you know, where saltwater taffy and where, you know, chocolate was more or fruits and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was really fun. That's awesome. And I know you guys like to use ingredients that you can find and procure here. Mm-hmm. Uh, easily, like, uh, I don't know, some local beer, for instance. And yeah, as much as possible. And, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, you Sugar. know, we encourage that. But if you <laughs> yeah. just go to your grocery store to buy beer, like, that's totally fine, too. Um, we have a couple little, there are little boxes in there that are like Liz says, Jen says, just with different tips, you know, hints, troubleshooting. Um, sometimes it's just a little interesting bit of trivia. Um, and this or, is a great idea, making the fruit jellies instead of, you know, jams. Now that, that you know, and you have the sweet treat to use up your leftover fruit with. Oh, absolutely. Well, in the agar jellies, too, you can use vegetables. You can use herbs. Like we did a cucumber mint mojito jelly a few years back. That's really delicious. I think I remember And that. the agar ones are really nice because you actually... Um, the patafui, what really makes it different is you have to cook everything down for a very yeah, long yeah. time. So it you has a very it. cooked fruit mm-hmm. taste. With agar, you really add um, the fruit juice or whatever you're using at the end. So mm. it gives it a really fresh taste. So yeah, I really I enjoy it when it comes with citrus because you have that really fresh orange juice taste or fresh lemon oh. taste mm. that doesn't have the kind of cooked like orange right. marmalade if you were the to do that. The pate de fruit, while delicious, I think it's kind of like fancy fruit roll-up stuff. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you think about it, it's really like a slightly overcooked jam. Mm. Um, it's the same the same process, the same general kind of idea. Right. Um, like apple butter, but for other fruits? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you took jam and you cooked it a little bit further and then cut it into squares. And it's delicious. And it's, you know, it's a very classical European, um, you know, pâte I'm learning so much from you guys. We know all kinds of stuff about candy. I know. Um, but also, like, it was really important to us that the book be very visual, too, because, totally. I mean, I'm definitely I'm. I think we're both visual people. And, you know, going around and doing the book tour you know, once people see it, they can just see like how fast and how easy mm. it is. And like tempering chocolate's one thing. You can read about it and it, sometimes yeah. it can be so overwhelming, but then you just see a person do it and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. That was really easy. Well, and there are tons of technique photos in there too, like oh, step yeah. by step to show you exactly how stuff is done. Um, and, you know, we, re- we wanted the tone to be accessible and encouraging. You know, we want people to go to get out of their comfort zones and try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, like making marshmallows or something. For example, which yeah. are, once you make them, surprisingly easy, crazy fun, really versatile. You can do all kinds of stuff with them. You know, you can, we have a recipe for like Malamar co- cookies in there. Mm. So you can like bake off some cookies and pipe marshmallow on top. You everyone can just loves those. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone loves That's those. a real crowd pleaser. So I, also marshmallow when you taste one that's made homemade versus one that, you know, jet packed. Oh or, gosh. It's yeah, just yeah. such a different jet puff. <laughs> um, you know, even if you put it in hot chocolate, I mean, again, it's just so much right. more of a better treat. It's like so creamy and, foamy and then mm. you just have the ones that you know you can buy at the supermarket they're like apocalypse for, proof for it being so easy to make it's just worth it to to make it your own gosh your own. i didn't know and, and it's a fun project to do yeah it's a fun <laughs> project to do too with 
kids, if you have children, because yeah. it's it's very user friendly and just to see the kids get so excited about like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I just made marshmallow. It's yeah. really Yeah, you just want to keep them away from the hot syrup. Yeah. But once everything's whipped and ready to go, go crazy. I would just be prepared for a lot of cleanup. Marshmallow yeah. is crazy oh, really? sticky. Yeah. 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 I know. mean hot water will take you're all of it off, that. but it you know, if you're not used to working with it, it will get like everywhere <laughs> well that's fun though <laughs> yeah well and that's i mean and, you know if you're bringing kids in anyway like they love that stuff like mm-hmm. the whole point is to get your hands dirty a little right, bit right um and what's great about the book too is we have a chart in the very front um mm-hmm. and you see the kind of tan pages there yeah. that has um it lists all the recipes in the entire book and then different criteria like is it, it can you make it with kids does it ship well can you oh, gift wow. it is it nutty chocolatey chewy crunchy Oh, cute. Um, you know. It's a checklist. Exactly. So you can, you know, if you have something in mind, or you're craving something particular, you can, you know, go through our little handy dandy checklist instead of having to flip through the entire book. It's a, it's a lot, it's a big book. There's a lot of stuff in there. Um, and we actually use brilliant. the checklist too. And, <laughs> and I, I think you- one of the best things about the cookbook is that once you start to learn some of the basic principles of candy making, you can really become like your own Willy Wonka. So you can <laughs> like personalize it to what you like. If you're totally, really a nut person, if you really like salt, if you like bitter, you can you know how to do caramel then. Right. So that now you if can you go experiment. If you eat those peanuts and, and everything, yeah. then... You love peanuts or peanut butter. If you like, um, like cayenne pepper, I mean, this is something that you can really start to make your own and, and, and experiment once you understand, okay, well, I've done this a couple times. Right. Now I, I, I can experiment whatever way I want. Like the pizza candy bar exactly. that I'm going to make. Exactly. You, you let us know, you how, let that us know how that works. <laughs> you, you just keep us posted. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, let's uh, cut to a quick little musical interlude while I ponder that and be right back with Jen and Liz from Litabit. You're listening to The Dream by Cookies on HeritageRadioNetwork.org.
All right, we're back on Let's Eat In. Today's guest, Little Bit Sweets founders, Jen and Liz, with their really fun cookbook called... I didn't read the whole cookbook name. <laughs> it's a long title. Sorry. The, the, it's really cute, though, and it, I think it expresses the fun that, that is uh, shown throughout. Um, it's called The Little Bit Sweets Candy Cookbook, How to Make Truly Scrumptious Candy in Your Own Kitchen. Scrumptious is a great word. I don't know. Uh, I agree. I think it's underused. Yeah. Luscious is a good one, too. And that would also apply to it, indeed to candy very well. Scrumptious is a little I don't know. It's a little more fun oh, I and think bouncy. It's cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so I know you guys have been on tour demonstrating how easy it is to make candies throughout the country, a mm-hmm. few cities, and uh, you're going to do something back in your own town this weekend. Heck yeah! One of our favorite places, the Brooklyn Kitchen, um, nice. this Saturday, uh, two p.m., which mm-hmm. is the is it oh december 1st oh my god it's almost december uh saturday december 1st 2 p.m uh we're doing a demo and cookbook signing and we'll be demonstrating three recipes from the book oh wow um so you'll get and we you know it's a nice mix we'll do the butter mints which we just talked about awesome um bacon toffee oh of course why not Um, and the buckeyes as well and they have great bacon there exactly um yeah, um, and so we'll and we'll be talking about chocolate tempering and you know mm-hmm. answering questions and all kinds of stuff and um, you get a book with the ticket price. That's awesome. So and then you know Why we'll not? be around afterwards to sign it and hang out and answer any candy questions that might come up. Oh my gosh! Check out that event at thebrooklynkitchen.com. And what exactly are Buckeyes? Because they sound delightful. I know there's peanut butter involved. Oh yes, they're amazing. What? It's exactly. um, it's like it's a, a peanut butter. What is it? Cream cheese and well, we, yeah, we put cream cheese, but traditionally it's more just butter and confectioner sugar with oh, um, okay, with um, to give peanut a little butter. bit of and cream cheese gives it a little savory. bit of a tang, but it's very it's Ohio. Everyone in Ohio knows it. Oh, okay. Thus, people That's in where Michigan. You're from? Well, I'm from Michigan, oh, okay. so I knew growing. I grew up with it too. It's actually um, the Buckeye is actually the mascot. Oh uh, yeah, the Buckeye. Buckeye, too. yeah. Um, so. So it's just a, it's supposed to resemble the Buckeye nut. So it's a little round chestnut, yeah. uh, chestnut mm-hmm. looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with like a brown dot on top. So oh, what cute. you do okay. is you make the center, which takes two minutes to put together. Oops, sorry. The center is the the peanut butter, peanut butter and cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, butter, um, butter, a little bit of salt. Okay, obviously. so it's like smooth and luscious. Yeah, exactly. And and, and again, scrumptious. Exactly. exactly, all of these things. <laughs> Um, and if you don't like peanut butter or someone has an, an allergy or sensitivity or whatever, you can use almond butter. You could use cashew butter. I mean, gotcha. you know, it gets a little pricey, but it's, you know, it's up to you and yeah. roll in the smaller if you want to do a bunch. It um, makes a lot of candy. It does make a lot of candy. Um, awesome. and the center keeps really well too. So you don't have to make it all at once. You can make half of it for a party and then save the other half for your holiday shindig next yeah. week or whatever or um, give them away for holiday gifts bring them into the office people will go nuts oh that's right um so then so yes yeah, so you roll them into little balls and then you dip them most of the way in chocolate so there's a little a little um circle of peanut butter still peeking through and mm-hmm. we put a little sea salt on top just for good measure cool um optional all right so i know you guys are turning around but are there any other new recipes that you're gonna break out with this holiday season you're tinkering around with well, we're always tinkering around the for recipes. the company, but yeah. um, right now we're kind of in just full production, so yeah. we don't Panic have t- that much time Panic to really mode. play well, around. Have- but we always play around with like different candy bars or different caramel recipes. Okay. We did like a sweet potato and pepper caramel this year. Oh wow! We did oh, a chocolate caramels, mint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think chocolate candy mint bars. one is awesome. That's a good one. And, for... the, and an apricot chili one as well. Yeah. That one's oh, yum. totally awesome. So um, I can find these at like the holiday fairs and mm-hmm. markets that you guys will be at, mm-hmm. like the Brooklyn Fleas Holiday Fair. We're, we're actually not able to do that one this year. We'll okay. be at New Amsterdam Market every Sunday through awesome. the end of December. Mm-hmm. Um, well, through, uh, the 23rd is the last okay. uh, day of New Amsterdam. Um, so that's weekly on Sundays. And we're at New, uh, the Union Square Holiday Market. Oh, yeah, with the tents? Every and, single yeah. day. Yeah, the big oh, candy every stripes. Day. Every okay. single day until Christmas. I think it ends Christmas Eve. Through Christmas Eve. I think it closes at like four on Christmas yes. Eve. But okay. that's So that's probably your best bet in terms of finding stuff. Or at littlebitsweets.com, we ship all over the country. And oh, nice. you can find everything we make there as well. And that Whole Foods in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Find <laughs> yeah. it. Well, a couple in the city, too. We're at um, Columbus Circle, 57th Street, Tribeca. Any other states too. that you, the Whole Foods or anywhere else carries? Connecticut. We're Connecticut. in Darien, I know. Um, Mostly in the Northeast region. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we haven't, um, we just expanded to a couple new stores. We have an interactive map on the website. Oh, so nice. you can like search okay. to see what the closest one is to you. But we just, uh, we're, this week we're sending stuff, sending some stuff to a store in Telluride, Colorado. Oh, wow. Um, and we're in a couple stores Amazing. in L.A. now, too, which is really exciting. Are you going to bring the Buckeyes back to the Buckeye State anytime in the future, you think? Uh, no, I don't even want to worry about packaging. <laughs> <laughs> those, so. No, we we can uh, we do a lot of stuff for, like, wedding. Um, you know, a lot of people contact us for wedding favors. Oh, So gotcha. if that's yeah. something you really love, mm-hmm. just contact us and we can talk about it. Yeah. Customized, so I, I guess like a fresh product, you may as well keep it real local, keep mm-hmm. it fresh, keep it in the markets that that. Uh, yeah, we actually we it. use for our um, for our company all our peanut butters from Peanut Butter and Co. Mm, so, right, right. Um, we're very proud to. They're the ones who have like the smooth operator. The smooth operator. The you know, I it's actually cute. really like their maple peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, um, it's too sweet for me, but. You know, we we love to work with local companies. You yeah. know, Brooklyn Hard Candy, um, Salvatore Ricotta, the Brooklyn Brewery for the beer. So it's important for us to also, you know, work as much with as lo- many local purveyors as mm-hmm. you can. Just because chocolate and sugar, it's kind of hard to get too local. Yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a price ceiling there. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I, I like to think those as our starring ingredients, like right. honey and exactly. and the beer and all that stuff. Um, and we just like to work with other small businesses, A, because, you know, it's usually a lot, I don't know, the experience is nicer because it's more personal and you kind of know who you're dealing with. And, um, Absolutely. you know, we know that they make a great product. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's very much a community, like running a small business can be very isolating um, and difficult. Um, and so whenever you have a chance to meet someone else who knows <laughs> all the crap that you're going through or has been there already <laughs> or wants advice on stuff that you've been through, um, you know, it's, it's just great to have that network of people, yeah. um, you know, that we've done business with and we're happy to support, um, you know, their smaller operations too. I think that's that's exactly the spirit that has gotten you guys so far. And it's like, I can't, I'm so excited, really. Like I, I first saw you guys at the, Brooklyn fancy unfancy food show oh, like yeah. way back when it was at Williamsburg mm-hmm. some random bar outside where <laughs> yeah, it was East, too River, East River Bar <laughs> yeah um, and I don't know you guys have just come such a far long 
Yeah, you it's been a I'm sure. yeah, it's been a crazy ride. I don't think when Liz and I started, we ever thought we would get this far. No. But we, we always said we were like we're ne- we would never start a business, and if we did, it would never be in New York City, and if we did, it would never be in food. <laughs> um, so what? we did all of Everything. those things. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. I think uh, that one of the <laughs> most accident. rewarding things is just been able to get to know so many different people and. Um, again, there, Brooklyn's a, been an amazing community just to talk to other people and work with other people. So it's really been, you know, at times, <laughs> sometimes a little bit of a burden, but mostly a blessing yeah. just to be able to do what we, we can do, what cool. we do every day. So we're very lucky. Yeah, definitely. Well, congrats. Thanks. And uh, before we go, I think I probably asked you guys this two years ago, or at least you, Liz. Possibly. Um, but... Uh, Ultimate date meal, in your opinion, like if you had to have it tonight, Ooh, what would you say, meal? Jen? A date meal, not yeah. just like by yourself. Um, yeah. Something. Um, I really love sushi. Okay. I think, you know, on a, on a date, it's really fun to sort of, you know, experiment and see You're how... You're definitely a visual how, person. Yeah, how, how <laughs> risky they want to get, you know, like yeah. how adventurous they want to get. Um, but also Japanese food is just so beautiful and clean mm-hmm. and, and simple and it's a perfect well i guess if you just as long as it's not like cut too big mm. it shouldn't be too awkward to yeah talk yeah <laughs> yeah i yeah, yeah. can get interesting <laughs> but yeah i think sushi sounds good what um, do you think, Liz? i i would say anything like like tapas anything small plates because i love sharing stuff mm. and trying a little bit of everything and i think that's a good way to to gauge like exactly how adventurous they're willing to get and um yeah there's a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. So exactly. Forth. Yeah, you don't you get bored. You get to like you get to kind of graze. Like I enjoy grazing, so you don't feel like you need to finish a whole meal before the waiter gets pissed at you or whatever. You yeah, can yeah, kind yeah. of linger <laughs> a little bit, maybe. Um, so yeah, it's anything, anything like you know tapas in particular, but anything kind of shareable and small. Like and Northern then, Spy would be a great place. Yeah, they that. have a lot of small plates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think would be the perfect dessert for that? Uh, you know, just lustworthy meal. I am much more, actually, ironically enough, a fruit person over a chocolate person. So I really love just a simple, like, baked apple tart or just, like, something very, very simple. It doesn't need to be a crazy tart. But just, um, you know, anything with good, like, pastry with a little baked fruit, and I'm Mm. pretty good. Or, you know, scoop a really good ice cream. It doesn't need to be very fancy for me. Yeah, I would say, and this is going to sound like a cliche, but bear with me. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I was texting Allison Robicelli last night and she reminded me that creme brulee is like the sexiest dessert ever totally. when it's done well. I mean, the oh. problem is so many places just slap it on a menu because they're like, oh, we can, oh, it's easy, whatever. Right. Um, when it's done well, it's sublime. It's just rare that it's done well. Huh. But the cre- like the creaminess and cracking the shell and the, the textural difference between the... Yeah, man, she's she's working on her book, and she got creme brulee on the brain for me because nice. all last night I was like, man, now I really want creme brulee. Totally, that sounds like a good one. It's kind of like a candy on the top after they torture it. Too. Yeah, it's like a hard caramel or something. Yeah, but if they do it right, it's nice and burny. You know, yeah. not like burnt, like bitter tasting, but caramelized and crispy. Mm. And yeah, and and you get the little vanilla fl- flex when they use real vanilla bean and. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to look out for a good creme brulee. Or maybe make it myself. Yeah, yeah why we'll not? See. When Allison's book comes out. <laughs> That'll be next year's episode. The cra- of the, the, the creme brulee. The kind of at um, Franny's is 
Oh, pretty, I know. That one is amazing. Ridiculous. Another sexy dessert. Sexy dessert. Yeah. <laughs> vanilla beans in there. Yeah, well, that makes a big difference. Just holds together. It's like Yeah, boo. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> who is it? Some who is it that said someone and I'm gonna kill myself later when I remember this and I'm like, oh crap, I should have given them full credit. But someone with I remember hearing or reading somewhere that the perfect panicata should should have the consistency of like of a woman's breath. <laughs> I think I knew that's what you're gonna say. Is that like because I feel like I've heard it. I don't know. Someone I feel like some famous chef or food writer or someone or I'm maybe sure that's someone just a trope. That, yeah. A food yeah. trope. One of those um a uh, pretty good one. Should, but yeah, it should be very soft and quivering, <laughs> I guess. Um, but it, Keep it digging that not, hole, yeah, it, Okay, so I'll, I'll just stop. But it, it's definitely so often when you do see panna cotta, it's like a and hard milky. yellow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, we, yeah. Okay. Degenerated very quickly. No, that's, a, that's the perfect answer, I think. <laughs> quivering <laughs> panna cotta. Boots all right. in the afternoon. All right. So I guess that's a, unfortunately all the time that we have for you guys. Oh, but yeah. I can't wait to um, try out more of your baked, uh, you know, not baked. What am I talking about? <laughs> Candies. And uh, check you guys out at the different markets and also online at littlebitsweets.com. You can mm-hmm. order some holiday gifts right now. So before yeah. they get too crazy. Yeah. Thanks and so much, guys. Of course. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. And thanks, everyone at Heritage. We'll see you next week on Let's Eat In. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.